Welcome back, everybody, to Pilgrims and Prodigals podcast. And this is another conversation where me and Ben kind of dig into another topic uh, really concerning the podcast we actually just put up three days ago. So if you've listened to that already, props to you. It was literally like an hour and a half long. So um, we are planning on getting it down to 45 minutes. But um, without further ado, here's us. Hey! <laughs> welcome <Hey. laughs> welcome to the pilgrims of prodigals where we like to talk about pilgrims specifically the ones that came to america killed and raped all the indians and then took their lands so oh, no is that that's too bad that's too bad that is that is not only is that too bad that is too too uh, what a rough way to start the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay so you do want to like he's like horrible tragedy <laughs> to an entire race of people. Man, gosh darn it. And let's get started. Yeah. Like, Dude, I'm cool for keeping that in there, but if we can take it out if why, we want to. Why? <laughs> I mean, based on our conversation that we had over this past week, I don't want to take it out of the podcast. <laughs> My I only want to ask you, why is it in the podcast? <laughs> That's the better question. Is not to because uh, uh, it's fun. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna censor you, Keith. There's no reason for me to do that. I mean, but I, I will. I will question the decisions that you make. I guess there's really <laughs> no reason to talk about it. I just thought it, it would. I, I don't know. It's maybe okay, maybe I'm just a horrible person. No, I mean that's <laughs> but that's not for me to figure out or judge at all. That's 100 percent between okay. you and uh, God, but. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I don't need to take the conversation there. But we'll I'm, I'm not, not going to judge you, but uh, I just I don't think God would approve of that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I'm not going to judge you. And and I didn't say God wouldn't approve of that. I said that was between you and God. Okay. So if you read into that and heard that, maybe God's speaking to you right now. You mm. guys, everyone listening to the podcast, you're yes. listening to real-time repentance right now. So if you will, I know that this is going to have happened a couple days ago whenever you listen to this, but I want you to stretch out your hands yes, and bridge the chronological gap back to this moment in time yes. and uh, just join with Keith in agreement because wherever two or more are listening to the same podcast. Mm, yes. I believe that was in the Bible. Yeah. Two or more yeah. listening to the same podcast right there. Yes. Yeah. So thank God for real time repentance. Yes. So an- <laughs> another thing I wanted to bring up. So yeah, we were supposed to start this podcast literally like, 45 minutes ago but freaking oh my god okay <laughs> i might not go there i might not go there uh, i love i love so much i love so much you keith i love you so much okay i won't say <laughs> what we're, i won't we're say what to, uh, yeah i won't we, say what ben was doing but he was he was spending some quality time consummating his marriage <laughs> We'll keep it. We'll keep it PG. Yeah. Or uh, yeah, whatever. We just, God bless everyone. Thank you for joining us on the Pilgrims and Prodigals podcast. We're really glad to have you here tonight. And we're going to have some really just smooth, chill Mm. conversation about all of the most ridiculousness Mm. stuff ever. (laughs) Put on on the jazz music. Grab grab some scotch and sit down. Have a, have a talk with us. Yeah. (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so so I think I'm just going to skip my third topic. But thank you to everyone who listened, especially those in in Japan. Four plays hey, in Japan. Woo, four That's plays awesome. In Japan. Nice. Hey, that is cross. We have gone from my garage across continents. Dude, we're international. My, we're international. We're intercontinental. Yeah, PP international. Inter- yeah, uh, that's, that's, <laughs> don't Google that. Don't Google PP International. <laughs> that's not us. Yeah, you won't find us there. Oh man, anything you want to say? Um, I, I mean, I, I would like to kind of just get right into it because I remember in the intro to our last podcast, which we're probably going to talk a lot about tonight. Um, we said we're going to try to keep it to forty-five minutes, mm-hmm. so let's roll bro let's Let's just roll right into it but i want to talk about uh our last episode of the podcast so what a journey if i can Mm. tell you it really has been like no joke yeah not 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 like a joke like the first half of the the first part of the podcast but this is serious we 
have been on an actual spiritual journey, authentically searching out the beliefs that we told you we didn't have figured out in the last episode. I feel like I got more clarity on it by making the podcast mm-hmm. and trying to put a foot forward in that direction. I still I don't have that, it all figured out, but I'm getting there. I mean, hey, I don't, I don't definitely don't have it all figured out, but I feel like I really, I feel like I, if nothing else, mine and Keith's relationship and our whole view and vision of this podcast got a lot better yeah. because of just the conversations between us that we had after well, in the process of trying to post the episode, I know you guys probably haven't even at this point in time, it is May 9th, 10 46 PM. You probably haven't even listened to the last episode yet. <laughs> well, we because just, it was like 95 minutes long. We posted it three days ago. So <laughs> yeah. So we, we literally just posted it, even though to be honest, we recorded it. What like almost two weeks ago now, a week and a half ago. Yeah. It's been, I don't know. Long. It's been a while since we recorded it, and the whole reason we didn't post it immediately um, was because as soon as we made the podcast, we knew we were going to talk about a controversial topic with cussing and why is it such a big deal. Uh, obviously, that's going to – we, we knew we were going to shake things up, but I don't think – I personally realized how much I was going to shake things up in like the actual relationships I have in my life and my relationship with you and my relationship with God, and I just figured a lot out. Before we even posted the episode, just yeah, in the work it to get sure. the episode posted. So I don't want to just talk forever, Keith. If you want to chime in on on any of this, please interrupt me because I know you know me personally, and I will talk forever. So yeah. feel feel free to be like, sit down, let me talk. Yeah, dude. You know, because <laughs> that's exactly how I sound. No, you go for it, man. Say what's okay. on your mind. Okay, cool. I appreciate the uh, the floor. Thank you. Um. So in this in this uh since we recorded the episode there were many swear words in the podcast which is what we wanted to talk about how are we going to talk about cussing and how we think it's okay if we're not just going to bring it up and use swear words but on the other hand <clears throat> we we came up with an intro that we decided was too vulgar so we wanted to cut it out and so we got with Shane, uh, the guy that does our editing, awesome guy. Woo-hoo. Shout out to Shane. Yep, if Shane's you ever awesome. If you someone with a, a MacBook hookup and knows how to use GarageBand really well, that guy can help you out. Um, but uh, so we, we, we got with Shane. We well, edited if we, it. if I could say something really quick, the reason we edited it out is not because there were too, more, too much cuss words. I really don't care personally, which we'll get into that later. But the reason that we took that part out was because it wasn't authentic. It wasn't us being real. It was more like us throwing a bunch of cuss words out there for the sake of cussing, if that makes any sense. Yeah, we, it, we, we, we like – and it, I'll be honest. It was my idea. But I was, I was like, if we're going to go for it, let's go for it. And then in a really ingenuine way, not caring about – the topic at hand or any of the people listening just because a couple couple of my words were completely misplaced like they don't even belong in that spot (laughs) like yeah yeah or it would just be like it was it was just silly it was just it was like silly cussing like people would laugh at it not because it was funny but because they're like (laughs) oh man that guy really is just like (laughs) you can tell he doesn't swear often and he's trying too hard to swear (laughs) so because because it wasn't authentic and we just were trying to be funny and it really had no value to the podcast let's just be honest we we were going to cut it and we we did end up cutting it then from that point i really i i had a talk with some people who were just speaking wisdom into my life you know really helping me evaluate whether it was the right choice to you're welcome put it all put it all out there keith my wife so many people that i value in my life and i thought to myself you know if it really is about the people listening and and the message and everything, then I feel like I don't want to take this podcast away from people who listen to it with their families, which we'll get into how stupid of an idea that is. Yeah. But uh, but <laughs> I I really thought like we should make our podcast PG. It would be just better. It's not going to hurt anyone to cut it out except for the fact that it's not interesting because it's not genuine at that point. 
Um, but I, I, I was like, let's center. We had talked to Keith. Keith agreed with me. And then we bleeped out a bunch of swear words. Well, Shane, our editing guy, much love. There was some bad communication on our part. And uh, there was just uh, a breakdown in communication. So for about a week, we were like, okay, bleep these swear words. Okay, you still forgot this one. Okay, unbleep these swear words and then leave these ones in. Yeah, yeah. And, and all of it all of it led us to that trip to the classic crime show. Yeah. Where Keith oh, shared man. his heart with yeah. me. Yeah. With, with Keith, and that was awesome a good talk because I feel like we – on the trip up there, we really got on the same page about a lot of stuff. I so totally that was really agree. good. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. And Keith, this is the part where I'm going to start talking about what you said to me. So if you want to jump in here, that's cool too. But to continue the story, there was just a huge headache around getting this thing edited and putting it up. And it just made it a real struggle to get it up in a timely manner. So that's why you just got it three days ago. But what was going on in the background was I was like, no, I think it's wise to censor because what about other people listening? We'll lose some people's buy-in. People won't want to listen. But then on the other hand, some people who don't give a crap won't give a crap. But yeah. what should we do? And I was really wrestling with that. And I was pretty well decided that like, no, we need to censor it. And then on the car ride up to uh, – or down, I should say, to Cincinnati, Keith brought up a super good point. Really just a super good frustration, like a very welcome – I'm so glad Keith was frustrated. And told I me was a little frustrated. It's totally yeah. – I'm glad that you were because I need pulling from both sides, people that disagree in order to find out where I stand myself. Because if I just hang out with someone who agrees with me, There's then, no fun in that. Yeah, or let's say – Someone disagrees with me and everyone around me has that same disagreement. You know what I'm going to do? Probably change my mind because people disagreed with me. Yeah. But but when you have a, a good company around you like you pulling me in one direction and then other people pulling me in another, I had a chance to take in both and really decide what I felt like. And so I feel like that's what I got on the car ride up there. But Yeah, so for me on the, on the ride up there, my frustration pretty much was like uh, – like my frustration was like, what are we doing? Like, are we doing this to try and please people? Are we doing this to like be honest and vulnerable? Because the reason I started this podcast was to be real. The reason we started it, not just me, but me and Ben was to be real and honest and vulnerable about what's going on in our lives, what we're working through, what we're struggling with, what we're debating and thinking about. So for me, censorship, I just feel like I was censor. I felt like I was censoring myself. Like the fact yeah. that, you yeah. know, the fact that, you know, we said cuss words and and, and stuff, the, the fact that, you know, I said shit on the podcast, but then we bleeped it out like the that that word censor, censorship literally means to I mean, like to censor, like to tame something or make it not what it is. And I don't have the actual definition in front of me, so I don't know, like the exact definition, but I've got the feeling of it. But yeah. the whole purpose of this podcast is to be uncensored. So the fact that for me, the frustration was the fact that 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 we can say whatever we want, but censor it like just made me feel censored as a person. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. And I've changed I've changed my mind a lot after this conversation with Keith, which is so good. And I appreciate having a brother like Keith who will tell me that, you know, I don't I don't like that. You're the way you think is, is kind of you know, pissing me off. I, yeah. Can you change that? And so I loved that conversation because it was so right. Like this whole podcast, my whole life, my whole everything, my Christianity, I don't want to censor it at all because I don't, ha I don't want to have anything to hide. I just want to be me. And the whole reason I agree with you, the whole reason we started the podcast was to finally uncensor things so that they could be real because there's so much in our lives, at our jobs, in our relationships, in our religion that is censored for the sake of the thing, not censored for – it's not It's not for the sake of the people. It's for the sake of the thing that you're doing to keep it going and being the way that it should be. And that's just wrong. I think it should all be – life should be raw so that we can experience it. Obviously – there's yeah. some there's some wisdom to be added in there. Oh, for but, sure. Like but, when I, like I'm not going to walk into a church or I'm not going to walk into my job 
and say, you know, something obscene. And I'm, you know, I'm not just going to throw cuss words out there just for the sake of it right now. But, you know, because honestly, like if anyone who knows me and for anyone who's listening will get to know me, cussing is not something that I do a lot in my own personal life. But the fact that the fact that I felt censored is kind of what, you know, just yeah. kind of drew me over the line because it's not really that's what's gross is yeah, censorship it, is gross I the don't fact like it. the fact that i was you know censoring myself even if it was you know words i don't really use a lot but to me like i it has no effect on me i don't care if someone says words like that around me but yeah, anyways like either. that that brings up the question to me of like what is authenticity and like religion and church culture will tell you that, you know, true authenticity is, you know, you're a Christian. So you want to be as much like Jesus as possible. And I do want to be like Jesus, but I don't think (laughs) it's about changing the way I dress and the way I talk and the way I act. I think it's about character. It's about the way you love people. It's about what, like, what are you actually doing to change the world? Not what are you doing to give yourself a better personification yeah, exactly. Like the the whole tenet, in my opinion, of the Christian faith isn't, hey, you should stop being you. And if you're going to tell people that you're going to stop being you, then you're going to need to act like you're not you. So yeah. let's just make let's just fix. Let, if you're going to be authentic yeah. and say that you're not going to be you anymore, you really got to be authentic and act like you're not you anymore. <laughs> yeah, because you know? it's like it's like come as you are. Jesus loves you as you are, but uh, hey, you can't be yourself anymore. Yeah, and what and the I hell, want, dude? <laughs> like, what is I'm, that? I'm 100 percent on uh, the page. I'm 100 percent on the page of that. When you come to Christ, you become a new creation, and there's. There's new life and For new sure. every, there's new power. There's new goals, hope, faith, love, all that stuff that you didn't have before, I believe becomes a part of you. But I'm still but it, me. It, but it's still you. You yeah. don't just have to like – God isn't like, all right, now now that you're finally here, leave because I don't like you anyway. So we're going to yeah. change you. You know <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what, like, I remember like working in ministry for years. It was crazy. Cause it's like, you know, you tell all these people that, you know, it's by grace, you've been saved and God loves you. It's not about what you've done or where you've been or what you're in. But the second someone gives their life to the Lord, it's like, all right, now let's, uh, let's do this. Let's do that. Let's make sure to get this out of your life and that out of your life. And, and I do agree, like God doesn't want us to sin, but at the same time, like, like we tell people it's by grace they've been saved, but then all of a sudden, oh yeah, now here's uh, the list of five hundred things you got to do to be saved. Yeah, exactly. There's yeah, I'm one hundred percent on the page with you. So that whole that whole heart that whole oh I said it, geez, Christianese that uh, whole stop that it. whole mentality that whole mentality is the reason is the kind of the place that we came to on in in the car ride on the way to the classic crime show was that Keith was like I don't want to be censored and I'm like ew I don't want to censor you either that's yeah. terrible why would I do that so then we had the talk and we put up the podcast we we just talked to Shane and we said just go ahead and unbleep it all just it's it needs to be raw it needs to be uncensored cuz censorship is whack <laughs> so so let's just put it up and then uh I don't know if he didn't have the original audio file or what it was that happened, but the exact same mangled yeah. mess of this is edited. That's not edited. This part's so, cut out and we changed this a little bit. And so it, we had the podcast sounds like Frankenstein from a, it's horrible. If, you, if you're, if you're a professional listening to it, I apologize. You had to look into that face and face that beast of a look, just my, like it if was anyone it, listened a, to a, it. I apologize. It, it's a, it's a ball of uh, jumbled ideas, jumbled edits, jumbled uh, thought processes. Yeah. And it's just – we got work to do. But I just wanted to just give that disclaimer that that episode of the podcast, it just is what it is. We're not, it's not censored. It's, it's, it's raw. and It's not censored, know. but part of it is. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> figure that it out is, on your own. <laughs> yeah. So uh, – if you want to hunt for the swear words, you can go find them on the last episode. But it's about fifty the, minutes the, in. The, the whole the, <laughs> I spoiler <found> alert! Spoiler <laughs> alert! No, um, but the, the whole point was just to say that we decided that we we didn't like the last episode of the podcast. I mean, I like the conversation we had, but just 
from from a background perspective, we had some struggles with liking it. And so now it's just up and it is what it is and we're moving on. Mm-hmm. But I will say I will say this about myself because because I want to be authentic is that um, from from the case in point of like Keith doesn't want to be censored and I don't want to be censored either. But if I'm going to legitimately share my heart with you, Keith, and everybody else, just like I told you, is that um, I personally – I don't feel censored whenever I have to take swear words out of the things that I yeah. say in order to communicate to an individual. So yeah. like for me, for me on the podcast, I'll keep it to a nil on purpose as a calculated move, not because I want to censor myself. I, I really am being genuine in the fact that – I care so much about the thoughts that I want to bring to the table that if I have to speak a different language, which means I have to clean up my language a little bit in order to communicate that, I don't feel like I'm censoring myself. I'm just pursuing whatever it takes. I'm pursuing the ability to communicate with you, whoever's listening to the podcast. And if there are people out there, which I know there are because I just – I've met a lot of really – what's the word? uh, Prudent people in my life, especially in my walk in Christianity, that I know that if I just swear belligerently, which I don't even do in my real life, but if I swear at all, it's going to throw them. Okay. So when I'm by myself and (laughs) I'm I'm doing nothing but feeding on Smite and it's zero kills. I mean, that makes me cuss too. (laughs) So, but, but that's besides the point. The thing is that on here on the podcast, I just know there's people that listen to this because I just I know them personally because they're my friends. Yeah. My family members that it would throw them off and make them feel uncomfortable and they wouldn't get the message of the podcast. All they would hear is that, whoa, huh, what's going on? Ben, yeah. Ben, what are you yeah, doing? The thing I love about this podcast so much and about where we're at in our lives is that we can have such disagreements, uh, disagreements like we have, like for you, you know, you're thinking about the people around you and you want to, you're willing to limit what you say as a way of communication to people. And that is okay. And I do not, I'm not, I don't disagree in a way that's like, Oh, Ben, you, you're just so fake. You're non-authentic right now (laughs) because that's you authentically being yourself, not doing that. But for me, that would be fake because I really don't care. I'm at a place right now where I feel like I spent so much time and effort of my life being this Christian that I was supposed to, going through the, this cookie-cutter Christianity, trying to be this perfect dude and yeah, yeah. saying the right things, dressing the right way, do like hanging out with the right people, doing all this stuff. And I just am at a place right now where I just don't care. And I don't know, maybe like maybe I'll get back to that someday, but at this point I really don't care. Yeah, so, and if you don't get back to that point, it doesn't matter because it's about where you're at. And it's yeah. not like you're not killing people. You're not disrespecting people. You're not – you're still inside of love the Lord your God with all your heart and love others as yourself. Just oh, because yeah. you decide to not cut out some words out of your vocabulary, you didn't lose that connection yeah, and for, to, for me, it's to God like, in any way. Well, it's like I said before. They're not even words that I use very often. Like I yeah. really don't cuss a lot because it's just not part of who I am. It's not part of my language. I personally think there's a lot of other words. There's a lot of very good adjectives and descriptive words out there that that aren't those words which i'm not but, but swear words have some good ones too but oh they do just, and there's moments just just, just no. being fair yeah for sure and there's moments where like i'm in the heat of the moment and there's no other word to describe what's going on with me you yeah, know like just I, I hear you yeah like it's there's there's sometimes they're really and they're really emotional and i think that's what drives it in a negative connotation sometimes because cuss words are very emotional they're words like if you hear it you, whether you notice it or not, there's something that sparks your ear. You hear it. You there's something that catches your attention. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if I walk, if I'm just like, man, I'm just so pissed off right now. Like, okay, me saying I'm just so mad, and me saying, yeah. you know, pissed off. There's a difference there. Even if we, there is, and I can tell you exactly why is is because it's censorship itself has given those words more power. 
Like when someone tells you you're not supposed to say a thing and you say it anyway, it immediately communicates to me that like, whoa, that guy's not holding back right now, even though that's borderline inappropriate. Not really. No one cares, but no one cares about piss. Yeah. I mean, that's like, but some people do. And so that gives that statement more weight. It's literally because people care about it. It's an issue to some people that censorship gives it its power. That's why words that are censored more are more like, whoa, like for example, the F word it's censored on our TVs. It's, it's not used heavily in movies that aren't rated R where whatever it, because society censors it. When you say that word, people are like, whoa, you hold your horses, you know, or like, or they're like, they're just like, dang, Keith is serious right now. You know, it's because of censorship. That's where the power comes from. If it wasn't for the censorship, like for example in other countries where no one cares about English swear words, it has almost no power. Oh, speaking of that, I listened. Oh man, I finished that uh, that Dropbox file. Oh man. Side note, Uh, that that Dropbox file that we were listening to on the way up from the show. Oh. Oh. That's oh. Honestly, the last <laughs> half hour wasn't that bad because at that point it was like, oh crap, they're all mad. Uh, hey, we love you. I, I felt like the, yeah. Anyways, we'll get into that some other time. That's just <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll get into that too. But anyways, so back to my point. Yeah, for sorry, me, like ahead. I don't, I don't want to restrict anything for the sake of. I can't say the wrong thing or this or that. Like I want to be myself, and like I was saying before. I care about my witness. I do. I care about I care about showing people love and doing what I can yeah. to help people out and showing people Jesus. I care about that stuff. But what I don't care about is being something I'm not for the sake of that. Like I yeah. I don't Oh yeah. I don't Preach it, like Bring I don't it home. I don't I yeah, yeah. I don't think that my witness has anything to do with what kind of language I use. It may it may in some groups of people, and I will admit that, just like, like I said, I'm not going to go into a church and start cussing and stuff. Like, it's, it's not going to be beneficial. Yeah. In yeah, that hey, setting, so that let me. I just want to. I just want to pose a question to Christians out there because this is a question that kind of this is what hit me and made me change my mind. Was that does your witness speaking to Christians or just people out there who don't swear or whatever? Just prudent people in general. People no, who want to be good people. Just just Christians. Okay, we'll throw out those good people. Not important okay. right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, I mean, it is predominantly geared at Christians. I ask you this question. Does your witness have anything to do with you being something that you're not? Because if it does, your witness is invalid. Mm-hmm. Your wit, your witness, you can only bear witness like in a courtroom. You can only bear witness to what's actually happened. And if you do swear on occasion or you do slip up and sin on occasion, but your witness doesn't include that yeah, and you censor your witness, that means your witness has something to do with someone that you're not. Well, what that, you're, what that becomes. You're, you're censoring it and faking it. So don't – I just – urge you to not have a witness that has anything to do with something that you're not. Your witness should only be about what you are. Yeah. So if you have to clean yourself up in order to give your witness, you need to check the oath that you made to yeah. tell the truth and nothing but the truth because that's not it. Let's just be us. And my witness is who I am, not who I wish I was. Yeah. The, and the issue you have there is when your witness becomes a bunch of crap that you're not, it literally becomes – what would be called a false witness, which is like the biblical definition of a lie. I mean, when you look at the Ten Commandments, it says it says to not bear false witness. And I'm not oh, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to call everyone sinners. I really don't care to do that. Like anyone who's listened to this, <laughs> That's I'm the not. Last thing there's literally. Younger. Yeah, there's literally yep. no judgment in this at all. But because we don't have any weight and credibility on that end of the spectrum. At no, all. not at all. But if you're if you are living your witness in a way that's not real it is a false witness. And I'm not saying that in a way that's like Give judging you. But yeah, just be real. Be yourself. Like if you cuss in private, just do it. And and, and I'm and I'm saying use caution 
Like I said, don't walk to, into your work and start cussing at your boss or cussing at your preacher if you go to a church. Like, obviously... <laughs> don't say stand up in church and say effing amen. Like, yeah. That's not going to go over well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, like, be be real, be honest. Like, I remember the coolest part about that show we went to. Man, I love seeing classic crime. Civilian was awesome. And I want to talk a little bit about the conversation I had with the uh, front man from that band. So yeah, I, yeah. I went back to his his merch table and uh, just I was just, you know, chatting with him. And I was like, man, not to take this to a spiritual note, but I was like, I and really he was like he was like, oh, my God, this is <laughs> one of these. This kid had to come to this show. He's probably got a tract. He's probably got a Bible <laughs> yeah. tract in his He's pocket. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> no, but I was I said, man, like I really like I have gone through. A uh, time recently where I have stepped out of church culture and just trying to be vulnerable and real and honest and your music and the people in this kind of uh, Christian scene where we're not afraid to be real has really encouraged me into just being the freaking person that I am. You know, I'm not trying to hide yeah. who I am anymore. Like, and he, the the way he ended it was awesome because he was talking about how he was a worship leader in the sixth largest church in America, but he just felt fake. He felt like it wasn't him. It's not, he wasn't, he felt like he wasn't being real, but I love how he ended it because he, he said this statement. He said that, uh, I have nothing to hide. Yeah. And I love, like, that's the reason I'm, I've done all of this. That's the reason I am where I am right now, because I literally have nothing to hide. Yes. I cuss every once in a while. Yes. I had a couple beers earlier. Am I, am I a sinner? Am I going to hell? Like, you make that judgment call, but I really don't think I am. I think I'm in the bounds of the Bible, and I think I am loving people, and I think I'm being everything that God wants me to be. And I'm, and I, even if not, I'm on a journey to get there, and I'm, I'm even willing to be wrong. Like I'm not even saying that my viewpoint is 100% rock solid because my viewpoint on crap is changing even from last week. So Yeah, I, I, I'm totally <laughs> there with you. I definitely, the way that I think, has changed in the last week. I can say that for sure because I was wrong. And I'm so glad that I had that conversation that let you, that let me know that, that I was wrong. And I, I don't think that I have anything to hide either. I mean, from a, from a scriptural basis, I mean, so where from like what I said earlier is that I'm not really going to swear on this podcast and I'm willing to make a conscious effort to that because mm. that's my conviction and that's me being authentic is that it's not yeah. – this is who I really am. You're I being will tell true to you, what you believe. Exactly. I will tell you anyone. I'll tell my pastor, which I don't have one right now because I'm going to this house church where we all just love each other and submit to one another and get a multitude of counsel from someone who's our brother in Christ and not the pope. Yeah. But that's a, besides the point. That's another topic. But I I would go to anyone and say – Hey, I just want to let you know, I have no problem with swearing. I would do it, do it as much as I please and feel like God is well, not I remember back, angry. Yeah. I mean, and you initiated this long before anybody. I remember back when we were still going to Living Water and, um, uh, yeah. And, yeah. I mean, and we would have bro meetings where we would get together with the guys in the church who had these issues with everything that was going on there. Um, but anyways, you were the first one that was like, why is this wrong guys? I don't yeah. understand. I don't understand it. Like, I mean, yeah, I don't do it, but what is wrong with it? Yeah. It, like I, I definitely thought the question in my head was, why would I not want to associate with a pastor who uses swear words on the regular? Yeah. Does that, does that make him not a part of my church family? Absolutely not. So we disagree and he has a different lifestyle. Why is that such a horrible thing that I just – why does that invalidate his spirituality or even based like, off the words that he uses? Yeah, even like drinking. Like I know your conviction on drinking that you don't see anything wrong with it, but you personally don't do it yourself because you have such an exuberant personality that you don't, you don't really require that to be the life of the party. Not yeah, that, it's the, not that it's I not, require it myself, but I mean I like having a few drinks and loosening up. But like some yeah. people are more extroverted, more charismatic, and they – can just walk into a party and be the life of the party. So for, for I, me, it just for helps me, me loosen up, you know? Yeah, exactly. And 
I personally, just where I'm at with drinking, it's not even a conviction because I, I feel no conviction about drinking. Maybe if I was to get wasted, I would feel a little bit bad the next day. Uh, yeah, I would. But it, it, drinking is not is not a, a bad thing for me in any way, shape, or form. But I just – it's not a conviction. It's just a personal preference. Like yeah. what I've noticed is to be gained from alcohol is that it puts you in a better mood. You're more loose and everything. I feel like I – you I already just, are. Yeah. I, I already got that. And I personally just don't like the taste of beer. Like take my man card if I love you need to. But I just like beer just doesn't taste good to me. I'd rather have a Mountain Dew and then party yeah. party. For, I, I, could go all, <laughs> I could go all night okay. on a monster. Yeah, yeah. I could go all night on a monster and freaking stand on the couch, throw fruit up in the air and cut it in half with a knife. Yeah. And just like – party and i i won't believe that until i see it i i mean i definitely has happened whenever i lived across the street from the wigwam <laughs> that literally that that thing happened joanna was out of town and i cut a banana in half with a butter knife i was standing on my couch playing little big planet scre- <laughs> screaming woo and that was literally a part of my life and i could do it again but for me i just like i can get what some people would say like I don't know. Like I feel like when some people talk about getting wasted, it's like a fun thing to do. I can get that kind of wasted without alcohol. Like the the fun part of what happens when you're wasted, I can get that without alcohol and I don't personally like the taste. So I just – there's no – I don't have a good reason to include it in my life other than the fact that uh, I want to say that I drunk a beer and I don't – I just don't need it. If that's all it has to offer me, which is what I feel it all, is what it that's all it has to offer. Oh yeah. I just don't I don't need it. You know what I mean? I I love it. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> which which is also <laughs> totally cool. Yeah. <laughs> Go so, for it, bro. And that's that's what I love about podcasting with you because we can have different views, not even different con- convictions. I don't want to say like that. And for anyone who doesn't well, understand spiritual Christian talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the, to the person who doesn't really understand what that is, Usually it's something that a pastor turns into a law. <laughs> but I, that, that's true. I don't think that helps describe it, though. I would describe it differently. So usually um, a conviction is something that either reading through reading the Bible or gaining an understanding or like hearing it from God and or something like that, you take a view on a stance that like this is right or wrong. So me and Ben do not disagree on conviction on these points, but we do disagree on, is this applicable to my life? And the fact that we can disagree on that and still be in complete harmony as friends, as Christians shows that this can happen in a more broad spectrum than me and him. Like if we, if we could all like stop worrying about who's drinking, who's cussing, who's doing this or that and start, caring about people and not what people are doing, I think things would be different. I totally like basically the thing, the game changer is that you just have to put down the gavel and stop being the judge. Like for me, I don't want to do what Keith does because I feel like I'm just not at that same place spiritually Mm -hmm. or practically. And some of us, uh, me and Keith, even though we're, uh, we line up on a lot of stuff, we have some areas where we're different and the only – the thing that would make us like everyone else that can't disagree with each other is if Keith judged me for the way that I think differently and I judged Keith for the way that he thinks differently. If you remove judgment, we just still have harmony and a disagreement, which is the way that the world should be. I should just be like, Keith, hey, you got different ways you think? Sweet. Yeah. Wicked. And let's continue being friends because you're worth more to me than the views that I disagree with you on by far. Like I don't even give a crap. Yeah. So one thing that I wanted to get into, something I was listening in a podcast today really quick. We've got a few more minutes, so I just want to hear your thoughts on this topic. So they were talking about um, like group bias and Mm -hmm. how when – not even just with church because I don't – this isn't like a church – um, topic. This is just like a people topic. Um, so this idea of like group bias, how when you get involved in a certain group, you have your um, your do's and don'ts. And if someone doesn't fit into that, 
or if someone is if you see someone else who's looked at as one of those outside the bias views they're automatically looked down on and i think yeah. I you're think, not going to be in any kind of high standing in that group because you disagree yeah or i mean for some things it's it might be because of your race or even things like that you know like but i just really wish that people would hurry up and get smarter and less stupid and ignorant yeah. sorry that came out I was that was an emotional reaction to no, and so, and <laughs> how bi- stupid people are. <laughs> well, and there's biases across the spectrum. There's biases inside the church. Like if someone, like dude, do you remember when Ryan and Laura left the church? How all of us, and I, I can't speak for you. I can speak for myself. But what I feel like all of us believe that they were in sin, that they fell away from God, that we needed to pray for them, that they would be restored back to us and back to like all this stuff but Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that was my mindset i can't say that for everyone but i can say that that was that is what was taught as truth to us oh it's true yeah is is basically that like sometimes you just you drift away from god and that the coals get you know cold and and the fire dies and and that's what happened i mean that was kind of like the it wasn't said explicitly like that, but that was the vibe that you yeah. got from the whole group. And what it we is is like, of. yeah, what it is is leaders will take and use manip- manipulation to create certain biased views. Like I remember listening um, – I'll talk to you personally on that on another note. I, I don't want to get into that. <laughs> but Did things, you just censor yourself? Well, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just so <laughs> overall, like things that I have said that were not meant to be taking in that type of meaning have been my words have been twisted in some scenarios to yeah, say, yep. hey, this is what Keith said about you or this is what, yeah. you know, like that was not the meaning of that, what that which what was said. It was about a whole different topic that did not even involve said person. Yep. But the manipulation was used to create that biased view of who I was and what I thought of somebody else. Yeah. So I think manipulation and bias go hand in hand, whether it's in church or whether it's outside of church, because there's a lot of they, biased views uh, outside of the church toward Christians. And I and I think they're yeah, just. Yeah. They're just. No, but see, the thing is that usually the biased views from outside the church don't have manipulation involved with it because it's just a, Hey, I stupid. I have a bias and I disagree. That's the end of it. They don't try to get involved in things. And I mean, maybe some people do the really hardcore ones, but I don't think that, I mean, everyone has a bias. I have a bias. You have a bias, but I don't have to be manipulative. It's just, it takes work to have a bias and then not manipulate everything around me to line up with that bias. It takes break. I have to be brave be willing to be vulnerable and be told that I'm wrong and still be okay with myself after someone says that I'm wrong. And it just, I don't think there's a lot of, uh, I, I don't want to, I don't want to demean anyone who does that. Okay. But I will, cause you deserve it. So it, it just takes a lot of emotional maturity to be able to do that. And not a lot of people have emotional maturity, yeah. can't take feedback, can't take disagreements. So on well, and so I've forth. Seen it so. firsthand, like, how, you know, you try to bring up a topic and it's literally you either get rejected, you either get a sob story, you're either told that you are just offending someone or you're hurting someone. So the topic has to change. But and it never gets brought up. It's just like, oh, well, I don't want to deal with that. So let me let me either get offended or hurt so that my emotions can justify the fact that I don't want to talk about that to you. Or my emotions can just make you back down. Exactly. You know what I mean? And, because no and, one wants and, to be a jerk to people. I don't want to hurt people. So if I say something and you come across as super hurt, I'm going to just, you know, it, it, depending on how passionate I am about the topic, I'm, you know, I'm going to just, okay, well, my goal is not to hurt people. So I guess I'll just back away. Yeah. And that, that can be, that can be manipulation. But on, on the other hand, I can see where like, Uh, it just, it really all depends on the motive. Like I just know people that like I've said things to them and it hurt them Mm. and I had to really decide, is it worth hurting them or not? And sometimes it is. And sometimes it's not, you just, it's, it's about where am I going with this? Am I trying to better their life or am I trying to hurt them? 
yeah. so it's really i, I think that's, that's good the i mean i feel like that's the question you need to ask yourself like anybody yeah like what yeah. is what is the goal of what i'm doing right now like even for this podcast what is the goal what am i trying to do right now am i trying to make things better or am i just trying to hurt church <laughs> yeah i i really i i, I think just, i'm somewhere in the middle right now yeah yeah i uh <laughs> I well, me personally, I don't want to hurt the people that are in the church, but I honestly don't like the whole way it's set up right now. So if I did, if I could do some reasonable damage to the way things are set up right now, I would honestly be happy. That's a good. I point. would really, I would really enjoy that. But That's I don't good. want to hurt yeah. any person. That's not my goal for sure. And if uh, if if any pastors are listening, my goal is not to hurt you, but I do honestly disagree a lot with the way that the thing that you do for a living is set up. I don't, I don't necessarily like it. And that's my place. I can say, I don't like it. I'm not mm. telling you to change your life, but I'm definitely going to keep talking about what I'm talking about. Cause I'm allowed to disagree. I don't hate you pastors, but I don't like a lot of the stuff that you're driving. And I don't think it has anything to do with the way your heart's set up. I do think that has a lot to do with just the way the culture set up and that the, the culture that we pastors choose to participate in. I think it's, it's harmful to them. It's uh, yeah. harmful to people. I, I don't like it. Yep. And there's a, I think there's a lot to be said about all of that, which we're going to have to continue on another time because we're out of time tonight, but um, stay tuned in. Um, if you're listening on iTunes, um, you know, write us a review, share with your friends um, hit us up on Facebook. I mean, if anyone's listening um, and there's a topic that you want to talk about, because we honestly just ramble. We usually pick like one point and just bounce back and forth because we can do that pretty easily. But mm-hmm. if you have a topic that you want to hear about, whether it's church related or just like uh, political related, world related, science related, whatever. I mean, I this go- this podcast is pretty much based oh. around church, but it's pretty pretty. I'm pretty open to talk about other things. I don't want to just talk about church all the time. So yeah, yeah, absolutely, Keith. Uh, before we sign off, is it cool if I just throw in two little things here at the end? Yeah, I don't have anything else. Okay, cool. Uh, I just I'll, I want to sign off and keep it in the time limit, but I want to say these two things. Is one that Keith just talked about political. Um, I, I watched uh, some videos and news stories today that really affected me about the wars in the Middle East and the impacts that it has on people, just observing it from a spiritual standpoint. And so I'm going to post some stuff on the Pilgrims and Prodigals podcast uh, Do it. Facebook page about it because I really would like to talk to people about it. And if I'm being honest, I posted it on my Facebook and I got a comment and I'm like, no. I need to talk about it. So I feel like maybe if I put it on our podcast wall, I might get some more conversation involved. But I'm going to share it there. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say about it. Last thing that I want to say is kind of a preview of uh, topics in the next episode, possibly. Talk to you about it later, Keith. But um, <laughs> yeah. um, but I just to, – to finish where I'm at because uh, Keith's you – know, I. His viewpoint's a lot easier to understand. It's just like I don't care what people think and not censored. Where I'm coming from on censoring myself, I don't want anyone to think that I'm being inauthentic. I'm just being as authentic as I possibly no, can. Yeah, and I can it, vouch for you 100%. I know you and I know like who you are. Like you, one of the realest dudes that I know. So if that counts for anything, well, thank you, Keith. I appreciate it. But to the listener listening, I. The reason that I will censor myself, ew, gross word, I don't like it. The reason that I won't, I'll choose a specific language to speak to a specific person is because the thing I value more than anything is being able to communicate what I'd like to say to them. And if that costs me several vocabulary words, I will gladly lay them down, not as a limitation, but as a price that I just pay to be able to communicate with that person. Like for example, if I was speaking to someone who speaks Spanish, I would have to lay down my own authentic part of who I am language and learn a different way to speak in order to communicate ideas with them and interact with them in a healthy way. I can't just say like, hey, my language is the language of America and you better either learn it or I don't care to talk to you. You know, I, and I, I don't that, – that obviously was a very ignorant thing to say and I don't want to live my life in an ignorant way where I tell people around me to, hey, learn my language or GTFO. 
You know, I, I'm yeah. willing to learn Spanish in order to speak to a Spanish person and communicate to them. And that's and okay I'm, too. Yeah. I'm, I'm willing to give up what I might say to – like for example, if I'm with someone who swears on a regular basis, I can communicate better with swear words. So I because communication is the goal, I'm going to swear when I'm with them. If I'm around someone who has an, uh, an aversion to swear words, I'm not because – I care about communicating the ideas to them. It's about mm-hmm. communication for me. And that's where I'm at. That's the point where me and Keith have uh, whatever, a disagreement. But we, I mean, like, I feel more connected to you after having discovered that about you and about myself. I feel like I understand the idea better. And that's what the whole podcast is about. But yeah. to pose a question, be thinking about it, because I think it's what we're going to, we're going to talk about it a little bit in the future. Maybe not at all. But the question I want to pose is, does it make you fake if you act different around different people or does that just make you wise so that you can be more effective in the different circles that you participate in on a daily basis? Does it make you fake and inauthentic if you change the way you act to interact better with people or does it mean that you just really want to be effective in those circles? Is that wisdom to change the way that you act? So uh, yeah. is, does that, does that make Good you question? F- does that make you fake? Does that make you wise what do you guys think? Uh, we'll probably talk about it in the future, but good question. Good conversation, Keith. Uh, if, if you have any words of parting, I'm going to shut up and sign off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, today was good. We had a good, we had a good message from, uh, pastors Ben and Keith today and, uh, we were going to have the keyboardist come up, but she's busy. Uh, so we're going to do the altar call by ourselves and, uh, yeah, if you're real, you'll be here Wednesday night, and we'll see you there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Maybe that was a little <laughs> bit of a stretch. Okay. That was – no, no. Stretch? Stretch <laughs> now. That wasn't – stretching is good. It's healthy for the body. Yeah. I like the stretch that we made. So. If anyone followed that, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> if you didn't, also thank you for listening. Yeah. God bless your soul, and God bless your stool. Peace. Ha 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 ha. Gotta change.